Hello and welcome to another episode of Small Screens Film Club. And this week uh, we have a returning guest on our th- third episode. Uh, Alessia is back. Hi. How are you, Alessia? Mm, I'm fine. Yeah? Just been scratched, but it's fine. By who? By, by, by a cat. By a cat? Yeah. Oh dear. Well, are you okay? I don't know. Where you live? Maybe. Oh, sounds like a mean cat. I know. Very <laughs> mean. Anyway, back on to <laughs> more, I suppose, more film-related things. Um, we'll be discussing uh, Free Fire this week. Here he is. A thousand apologies. I hate it when people are tardy. It's good to meet you, boys. Thanks for coming out. You didn't masturbate before you got here, did you? You what? <laughs> I told you I don't want to work with anybody who's carrying a loaded weapon. Fuck the small talk. Let's buy some guns, eh? Ben Wheatley's new film, a British director, Ben Wheatley. Um, so we went to see uh, Free Fire, was it last night? Yeah. Last night. And um, I suppose we went, we went into this movie with... Uh, Very low expectation. Well, I personally didn't, but you probably did. <laughs> Um, because you, you didn't know, uh, you, you hadn't seen any of Ben Wheatley's work before this, had well, you? I, I have to say that I had no expectation at all, actually. I didn't have a low expectation. I didn't, I didn't know. I think well, the only thing you knew about it was that Brie Larson was in it. Yeah. And you'd watched the trailer, no? You, you, no. You, no, you had done. You watched it in a, in a, in a previous... Life? <laughs> no, in a, in a previous uh, screening of another, of another oh, film. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's so okay. So, the the premise of this film is really simple. Uh, it's uh, set in downtown LA. It's set in like, <clears throat> in a room. In the- yes, so it's uh, very much like Reservoir Dogs, like Quentin Tarantino's movie. Um, it's set in one room. Well, actually, it's a warehouse in downtown yeah. LA. It's not even renovated. It's mm. just an old warehouse. Well, yeah, that's the whole point of it. That's- yeah, and I'm joking. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I really got your joke. Actually, Sorry. I forgot to mention that um, that we actually have the alpha male returning <laughs> this week on the podcast. Shut up. Yeah. So, um, um, so basically, this film takes place in in a warehouse in downtown LA where there's a gun deal going down. So you've got Killian Murphy and uh, Michael Smiley, who are Irish. <laughs> what? Go ahead, sorry, sorry. What? Nothing. Michael Smiley. That's his name, yeah. Michael (laughs) Smiley is his name. (laughs) Yeah. Can you imagine, like, in primary school? Well... Michael Smiley. Why are you smiling? The other thing is he doesn't play very smiley characters, so... um, Which one is that one? Sorry, I'm very bad. He's the the other Irish one, the, the older one, Frank. He plays Frank. Oh, okay. Um, so Killian Murphy is, is, I suppose that I think, cause it's set in the eighties and really, really like eighties, like the, the clothes in this movie are, are pretty incredible. That was the best thing. The they, clothes. No, it wasn't. Except for Brie Larson there. Brie Larson's hair. Yeah. You really liked her hair. No, I really didn't. Oh, you didn't like her no. hair. Oh, that's a bit mean. I thought her hair was fine. Uh, it was really eight. Yeah, like, that's the whole point. It's an eighties movie. It's it's set in the eighties. Anyway, so it's basically a gun deal that goes wrong, um, and it, it results in a massive shoot up in one in in one room, 
and lots of people crawling around on the floor getting shot and swearing at one another. So, I mean, that's that's the plot. Charlotte Copley's in this film, and he um, he plays the, the gun dealer, South African guy called Vern... Uh, I think his name's Vernon. It's Vernon, yeah. And um, it's quite it was quite interesting watching your reaction to his accent, which uh, is, you know, very South African, you know? I thought... You thought he was Dutch, I think. No, I didn't. Didn't you? I think no. you, you turned to me and asked me if he was Dutch. I didn't ask you if he was Dutch. What are no? you talking about? Did you know he was South African? No, he said it then. Yeah, he, he does but, say it quite... He makes quite a big deal out of it. I, I thought he was like... I didn't think the actor was South African because I thought he was putting on like a no, really he is, heavy accent. Yeah, he is South African, Charlotte Copley. So uh, then and when you told me that the actor was South African, I was like, seriously? It, <laughs> I didn't think he had that uh, accent. Well, he has a very, very strong South African accent. And um, personally, I think he's one of the best things about this film. It was so funny. He's he's very funny. Um, he had us and the audience in fits of hysterics. I think at some point, um, he he does he does play. I suppose he plays a bit of a caricature. He's played this kind of role before, so I remember. Uh, he plays a dummy. Yeah, he's 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 a gun dealer, but like he's kind of the best worst gun dealer of all time. Yeah, how the hell did he become a gun dealer? <laughs> he I can't have no shoot. Idea. He can't organize anything. He's he's tries to double cross everybody. Mm. Um, he's in he's very jealous because he okay so Brie Larson plays a girl called Justine, and um, it seems to me as if everybody you know everybody likes Justine. Well, actually, they? two two of them. Well, the whole thing is is like that a lot of they all they all kind of go don't shoot Justine don't shoot Justine you yeah, can't. Yeah, but it's not because I think this uh, this the thing it's just because they don't think that yeah. the woman could like do something against them yeah but either, she's either she's actually them? one of the most dangerous characters i suppose in a, in a way well, she's, she uses she's she's, she uses that to her advantage doesn't she that oh, yeah. the fact that these men are, are are more worried about not shooting her than actually you know kind of making sure that they shoot <laughs> other people that are shooting at them i'm not quite sure where that, that, where that was going but um i i thought I thought the film, the film as a, as a whole, it, as I said before, it reminded me, like, really, really reminded me of um, of Quentin Tarantino's Reservoir Dogs, which is a good thing, and a bad thing because Ben Wheatley, before if you if you know his uh, his previous works, he's done films like Kill List, Sightseers, uh, Field in England, and High Rise with Tom Hiddleston, <laughs> Tom, my 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 favorite actor of all time. <laughs> I'm not sure if you can uh, detect the sarcasm in my voice. I don't think so. It wasn't really clear. <laughs> I do like Tom Hiddleston, but I think recently he's been desperately trying to play Bond, and it just kind of annoys me <laughs> watching him in all these movies. But especially, actually, High Rise, he kind of does a similar kind of thing. But Ben Wheatley's, um, he, he's a, a director This he tends to play with the horror genre quite... Um, he, he tends to to do things more in that kind of area but this film is his first kind of first venture into something new um for him anyway it's more of an action comedy i'd call it like a quite grotesque at times yeah i mean he keeps he keeps that kind of that wheat ben wheatley kind of edge to it and um which is very much reminiscent of um Martin Scorsese and uh, and Quentin Tarantino films. Actually, incidentally, Martin Scorsese is a producer on the film. Um, 
Yeah, he is. And uh, and I'd like to ask you what. So, the the first, I suppose, the first um, question. You know, my three my three series of questions. Yeah. Is um, how did this film make you feel? Um. I would say it was it was a funny film. It was funny. So it was it's really enjoy it was really enjoyable watching it. I don't know about the feeling exactly, but I wouldn't say happy, but kind of like how would you say in the in the process of enjoying something? Um so it made you feel I mean, it's amusing. It's Amused. It was it, amused. It, it entertained you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, yeah I was amused. So. Well, for for me personally, I was uh, yeah. I would call it. I'd say it was a very enjoyable film. I don't. I don't think it's Ben Wheatley's best film. Oh, sorry. We've got a, a little guest here. We've got a, a feline guest on the podcast. Oh my god! Going to break everything. Yeah, you probably will do. Sorry. Bye, Kylo. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Um, so as as you were saying, yeah, it is it is an entertain, entertaining film film, but I, I suppose compared to his other movies, it didn't it didn't really offer anything anything new, and and I kept on thinking of other movies that had done it before, uh, so like Django Unchained, and they had Django Unchained didn't do the same kind of one room formula, but the action is very similar. It's very like Inglorious Bastards almost. Um, there's a scene where um, a head gets squashed. Oh, yeah, which that's is disgusting. which is rather disgusting, but it definitely brought to mind some scenes from Quentin Tarantino's films and and, and Scorsese as well. Um, yeah, so I think I think I would agree with you. I, I I suppose I felt I I enjoyed it as well. There was enjoyment there, but there was also tiny tiny bit of disappointment. I suppose with because I knew what Ben Wheatley had done before, but also I liked watching him play with a new genre that he isn't so familiar with and um and really actually succeed in making a, i think this is his fun definitely his funniest film he's ever done um okay so on to my next on to my next uh, my next question yeah um who stood out for you the the south african guy he was so definitely, Charlotte Copley. yeah it was yeah. definitely the funniest thing in the film yeah i mean brie larson doesn't do that much I have to say, if you compare her character to the other characters during the film, she doesn't... I mean, you know what I mean? I think... I mean, I personally think after having seen uh, her in King Kong, she does far more in this movie than she did in King Kong. Oh, yeah. Um, in King Kong, she just... She was completely wasted in that she film. She just needed to be saved. Yeah. But no, I do agree with you. Although I think there's there's a lot more to her character than than you first kind of realize, and um, yeah, because then you discover that she's basically the one that just orchestrated the whole thing. Yeah. Yes. But in general, during the the film, she, her I mean, her character not is not particularly funny. She doesn't really stand out. So you kind of discover that she made all the thing. Up at the end of the movie, hmm. but during it's the big movie, revelation, yeah, kind of. Sorry, <laughs> but during the movie, her character is not the character that makes you say, "Oh, I like this film. This film is funny." Well, is she? I suppose she doesn't. She doesn't really stand out like a. She's she's not playing. 
she's not as 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 kind of grandiose and as ridiculous as Shelto Copley. She's not as you, you don't really feel as sympathetic towards her as you do Killian uh, Murphy's character, for instance. I think you instance. kind of like in the middle of the film, you kind of forget about her. Yeah, but I think that's the point. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah, you do. There's a moment where she kind of, she f- almost, I think she faints, doesn't she? Yeah. And then, <laughs> she, yeah, but um, she? I think, I think there's, there's a lot more, but I think you're right. I think for me, it was Charlotte Copley who stood out. Also, although I would like to mention Army Hammer, who, um, who plays the uh, really, really good looking <laughs> tall guy. I think his name, I can't remember the character's name. Mm. But uh, he's he's kind of the one the middleman in this whole deal, the the bearded, tall, yeah, good-looking chap. Yeah, he didn't deserve to die. She was mean. Well, sorry, well, but I think once you once you start watching this movie, you know that a lot of people's uh, time is numbered. <laughs> a lot of the characters' yeah. days are numbered or minutes even. Um, but Army Hammer, I think, just for me personally, is is. He he's fallen into this weird kind of I don't know he he gets he is typecast as the good looking guy. Um, I personally think he should become he should be uh, the next Batman. Incidentally, he was going to be Batman at one point when he was very young in Justice League Dark, but didn't get the chance to play the character. Um, but I don't know. For me, he's just very he's very charismatic, and um, and I think I. I think the best part of the film or the film that made me laugh the most was when this whole this whole shootout is going on and he takes the time to look into the van's uh, wing mirror to check his hair and and I don't know I just I just think that and I really I really enjoyed his character and I really enjoyed his his kind of uh, back and forth forths with uh, Frank the other Irish guy um and also him along with Killian Murphy's character Chris are the only two who seem to have to, to really know what's going on and have any kind of military training whatsoever and actually know how to shoot a gun, you know, shoot a weapon. Yeah, it's a bit weird because it looks like the two kind of smart pers- people in the in the whole thing and you really don't understand why they just got idiots as partners. Yeah, but that tends to... I mean, no, I wouldn't... I'd say that... Um, Chris's partner Frank is no idiot. No, but the other two, the two yeah. Vernon, idiots. Vernon's a moron. Um, the guy is even more of an idiot. Um, the yes, the two, the two kind of hired goons. Actually, both sets of hired goons that on each side are, are relatively dumb. Uh, incidentally, uh, one of them is played by Jack Rayner, who um, who I th- I kept on thinking throughout this whole film looks a lot like just almost exactly like Seth Rogen. Uh, he's actually I, I thought he was really good um, I, to be honest the whole cast is good so the only the only real problem I had with the film was uh, was that it, it just reminded me so much of uh, of Reservoir Dogs and I felt like this had been done before uh, and it wasn't necessarily anything new uh, and now on to my third question um, what actually that leads on quite nicely to my third question did you have any problems with the film? really no that's that's unusual (laughs) usually Alessia always has problems with every (laughs) every film no I think I think I think it sounds to me like your biggest problem is probably Brie Larson actually oh I wouldn't 
doesn't say she was a problem. I think actually that the character is quite good in the sense yeah. that it's such a cliche, but it's so true that like usually people don't. When it's a group of men, they never believe that the woman could can be the pe- problem. You know what well, I mean? Yeah. Well, even if it, in, even if not they never they never realize what's a, what a woman's actually capable of. No, even in a normal situation yeah. or in a work situation or in a whatever situation, if there is a group of men and one woman, that, for example, in a work situation, because it was kind of, wo- of a work situation. Yeah, well, for them it was, yeah. Yeah. In a work situation, when there, when there is ten, like a group of men and a woman, the men and someone want a, pro- want a promotion, nobody's going to think, I have to go against a woman, unfortunately. And they're wrong, but yeah, but no, that's that's. But it's kind of point. like is is kind of like a good metaphor. Ah, your favorite word. <laughs> but you know, but it's true. And then, no, it, it definitely and is then true. At, at the end, for some reason, she was like almost dead. She still managed to. Well, the the mere fact. I mean, I'm I'm really back. I'm really sorry about this, but uh, we we are going to we have already spoiled the movie. As we've said before, this is mm. this is a film slash a film club, uh, where we discuss movies and and that means discussing the movie as a whole, which means the ending, um, and this this film does end uh, rather ambiguously. Although I think you know what's going to happen is that Brie Larson is the uh, was behind almost basically behind everything, and um, and then as she tries to leave. The, the cops turn up, you know, as they always do at the very last minute. Um, there's one one character that I haven't mentioned. Um, I can't remember his name, which is really bugging me. But the uh, uh, Vernon's associate, the one that gets shot in the head. Um, in the head. Yes, he gets shot oh, in the yes, head, the... and then has a moment where he comes back from the dead. He looks it's, like a like a zombie. Yeah. It's so scary. That I I thought that was a particularly interesting moment. I, what what I really enjoyed was the fact that uh, you, you go into this film and you think and, and and I knew the premise and I and I thought I'm not sure if this film's going to be able to grab me for however long it is. I think it's about an hour and 30 minutes, I think. It's not very long. It didn't feel very long anyway. But um but it really did it. It really grabbed me, you know. I was um I was very happily watching it and there's it never felt like it it never felt fell flat it never had a moment where it felt a bit you know like nothing was really going on there was always something going there's on there's always some shooting thing yeah and um and also the the very beginning of it you know so you know the premise and you go into it and i was just constantly thinking how is this gunfight going to break out but you, there's a kind of like the the score as well helps this is a very, almost kind of bizarre kind of jazzy kind of hectic score going on in the background which kind of just adds to the tension and there's a lot of 80s music that's thrown in there as well but just everything just builds and builds and builds and there's tension until the the moment where it all just kicks off and then you think ah here we go you know we're now going straight into like the full-blown action sequence and it's also so it was so avoidable the whole thing literally all the um, can't remember his name either the 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 cokehead guy all he needed to do steve-o that's it all steve-o needed to do was apologize and you know boys being boys he can't even do that Mm. 
Um, so it's um, ah, I think I thought it was a thoroughly enjoyable film. Um, I wrote a review for it, and it's it's on the site now, and and I really enjoy it. I really really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm very happy that you enjoyed it too. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it wasn't pretentious. So. Oh God, no. But I don't think Ben Wheatley isn't someone who is pretentious, although. I mean, some people might think so, but I really, really enjoy it. I re- I've actually enjoyed all of his movies. There isn't one where I've thought that... I, I, do, I do think that this this is his most accessible film. Um, this is the least kind of... First of all, a lot of his other... I mean, Kill List scared the living crap out of me. <laughs> that film was very, very, very creepy. Um, a Field in England did as well. And I think those those are harder watches than this. This is quite. This could is basically a popcorn flick, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and but it also shows that he's able. He's he's a very versatile director, and he's able to do do new things, um, test uh, test new formulas, and, and and come up with something that's um, that we haven't. I mean, I talk about. I've spoken about Reservoir Dogs a lot, but. But there hasn't really been a film like this for a while, and um, and it's good to see it come back. And I, I mean, I think uh, Hollywood will start to kind of take more notice of this uh, of this director. Although I don't think he'll be he'll really want to do any big blockbusters. It's not really his style. But um, considering that he started off his career directing episodes of Casualty, I think um, he's done he's done remarkably well, and and um, I'm I'm personally very very happy. That he's doing so well, and that he's made this movie. Um, so finally, my final question is: um, How, if you were to rate this movie through kind of vocally, a sound. Yes, a sound. What, what, what would your sound for this film be? Your rating sound. Sound. Um, it will be. Mm. That's the one I do every week. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Yeah, because you like everything. I don't. I don't like everything. No, but you're much more positive. No, but as I, I would say that mm, is like, oh, I didn't expect it to actually be funny, you know. Yeah. Actually, I, think... I didn't expect it to be funny at all. Yeah. Because I mean, it didn't seem funny. Mm. It seemed more like an action movie or whatever. Mm. But no, it was actually quite funny. I think mine would be a ha <laughs> ha. Scary. Oh, I was trying to be a laugh. My voice is very croaky because I've got hay fever and I'm coughing a lot. Yeah. But, but no, I thought, uh, yeah, I'll, I mean, I can't, I'm not going to do another scary laugh again. But it would, it would be, it would be a laugh. Um, because I laughed a lot. Yeah, that was um, good. And I think everyone that watched it, there are lots of people. Some people laughing very, very yeah. hard. Way but, too much. I was like, <laughs> yeah, but um. Yeah, so so I mean, we we both. I think it was a very good movie to watch. So we really enjoyed it. I'm glad you watched that and not Power Rangers because I think you would have hated Power Rangers. Power Rangers probably isn't your thing. <coughs> Excuse well, me. I think it's it's better when you kind of you know you are a fan of the the series or whatever. Yeah, like me and my brother were. Yeah. <coughs> oh. Sorry, excuse me. Anyway, um, so as I said before, you can, if you really want to, you can go onto the website, which is www.small-screen.co.uk. I mean, really small screen. It says it's small screen, 
It's also on Facebook. I'm on Twitter as well. It's more screen GB. Um, and there are, yeah, there are a couple of reviews there of movies and stuff. And also <laughs> some, some articles on comic book movies as well that I like to write. For instance, uh, I did an article recently on <laughs> the Thor trailer, uh, which I really, really liked. And I think you should, uh, you should check out if you haven't seen it yet. Anyway, uh, I think that'll about do it for this week of uh, Small Screens Film Club. Thank you for listening. And, uh, Hopefully, uh, you'll be back next week. Yeah. Um, I'm the star of the show now. (laughs) And on that note, on that bombshell, I think we'll finish. Thank you and goodbye. Bye.